I'm, I want to say I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Small heart attack just there. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, your mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. Very startled GR Dad. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm better now. Better. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> How's it going, GR Dad? Better now. Fine. <laughs> I'm now I'm awake. Yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cocktail of the week this week is the Blood and Sand, which I had. Where were we that I had this cocktail? Oh, Tail Up Goat. You had a variation of it. I think it was the, just this regular one. Oh. Yep. So Blood and Sand is uh, scotch, vermouth, cherry, uh, hearing cherry liqueur, and uh, lemon juice. Mm. It's real red. You did. You had real smoky scotch. Yeah. It usually is made with scotch, though you can make it with bourbon, mm. which frankly I think I'd like better. I like it better. I like bourbon. You don't really like scotch at all, though. It's too peaty. Yeah. I like it just fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But I probably would like it better with bourbon, too. Mm. Um, but anyway, it's a real classic cocktail. Um, there's kind of two sorts of cherry liqueur. There's maraschino, and then there's hearing. And maraschino has a real distinctive flavor independent of the cherry that I really don't like, It's a little plasticky. It's weird. And it's too bad because like a Hemingway daiquiri, which would otherwise be a really good drink, that has maraschino Mm. in it It, it, i mean it's like a very distinctive ingredient you have to have it in the stuff that it's in for it to be that thing um but anyway hearing is the other one and it's just kind of it's like cointreau spell that h-e-e-r-i-n-g like herring but not right yeah maybe it is pronounced herring i don't know no um but yeah like cointreau or whatever like triple sec just kind of tastes like oranges this just just like that with cherry. Huh. Uh, so it's pretty good. So Blood and Sand, good classic cocktail if Great you like. Name. Great name. Great name. Yeah. And uh, I normally am not a vermouth fan, but like the cherry and the scotch, like it doesn't get real vermouthy, which I can find overwhelming sometimes. Oh. Mm-hmm. So not a martini fan, you. No, no, not a martini fan. So uh, yeah, how's everything? <laughs> we haven't seen each other for a while and we're about to not see each other for a very long time. It's because of your travel money-making adventures. I know. I've got, like, a work trip Monday, Tuesday, and a work trip Thursday, Friday, and then oh. you're going to be gone Wednesday night, and then you're going to be gone next weekend, and then then we're going to go to the Keys, and I'm going to run 100 miles. Yeah, so, so that's not a lot of interaction either. I'll see you, like, every Every two miles, hours, and I'm just going to get like, increased. Hey. Oh, you better see me more than every six here's hours. Here's some chips. <laughs> Jared Dad's going to crew me for the race, which means he's going to stop. He's going to be in a car and have a whole bunch of stuff. And then every few miles, I'll meet him yeah. and uh, he'll give me stuff. Normally, like this is a weird race because it's like on the road. And so you literally can like drive two or three miles down the road and wait for me. Usually there's like designated spots, but here you can do it really often. Um, but yeah, so I'm just going to get crabbier and crabbier <laughs> over the course of like the 30 <laughs> hours that it takes. Uh, you do get a sleep break in the middle though. You get to go like back to our house and sleep and then maybe i mean not and see how you feel yeah i mean it's gonna take me a couple hours to cross the seven mile bridge because it's seven miles and that's like mile i think like 50 50 to 60 ish right it's in that chunk there yeah i'm gonna be going slower at that point and so uh you can at least go home and sleep for you can't meet me on the bridge so you can sleep for a few hours and 
meet me. A few hours. That sounds real good. No, it doesn't sound that good. Look, I man, I'm going to be running the whole time. I just live in the car. I got a, I got you a Jeep. I rented a Jeep, so yeah, it'll thanks. be familiar. Sleep in the car. <laughs> All right. Uh, dog, dog updates. Updates. Queso <laughs> uh, is having her tooth pulled on Wednesday. The cracked tooth. The cracked tooth. Yes, Riley also has a tooth. He's having his tooth pulled a week from Monday, so the Monday after you all hear this podcast. So when the podcast comes out, Kezo will probably be down the cracked tooth. Toothless. <laughs> one, just one toothless. She'll have Kezo has like nubs for teeth anyway, if everyone remembers. She used to eat a lot of rocks. And um, she's 14 and a half today. 14 and a half today. We're recording on Hopper's birthday and Kezo's half birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy birthday, my babies. Hopper six. Yep. Kezo is 14 and a half, which is unbelievable. Believable. I never thought I would have a dog that lived that long. Queso is just a beast. She's amazing. She's sturdy. Yeah, normally I give them half waffles for their half birthday. <laughs> and this morning I was like counting how many waffle pieces I have to make. And I was like, screw it. Like she makes it to 14 and a half. She gets a whole waffle for the she half birthday. As much waffle as she wants. Yeah. She can have like an unlimited supply of waffle. Yeah. So she also ate part of Hopper's waffle. Hops <laughs> was real dainty. Queso finished hers and she looked around. And she's like, Hops has a couple pieces left. Ow. <laughs> eating that and Hop is like no, no no maybe I'll go check out next door and Hop are really not <laughs> she, on task she didn't miss that piece that was no, no. Um, so yeah we did birthday things so yeah Queso's tooth Wednesday Riley's tooth the Monday after and uh, Riley's eye is busted yeah we went to the vet for Riley's eye the, uh, the eye vet and uh, it's kind of exactly what we thought. So we've got a couple drops for it, but basically permanently blind, but it's not bothering him. So we're going to do one more checkup. Just we got some anti-inflammation drops and so we're going to check him up at the end of the month. And then hopefully it'll make it really hard for him to get a driver's license, but we could probably fake it. Yeah. Can you get a driver's license if you only have one eye, one working eye? Not if you're a dog. <laughs> Good point. Uh, he's still eating like crap, but I discovered that uh, he likes canned chicken better than egg whites. So I've been giving him rice and egg whites. So do I. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was not eating it with enthusiasm. So I tried some canned chicken, which was a thing I didn't know existed till Queso had her foreign object. It's like canned tuna; it just comes in a can with water. Um, and he's like, "Oh, this is delish." Yeah. He can't have much. You're not supposed to eat much protein with kidney problems, but. Um, the flavor of that gets him to eat more. Yeah, which was. is good. He's he's not ultra thin or anything like that. He's 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 fine. Seems to be stable weight wise. He yeah. doesn't feel skinnier. He doesn't look skinny. So he's Got doing a okay. Ton of energy. Yep. Yep. Real happy. So uh, so that's everybody. Jasmine's doing great. Vink is Vink. Vink is Vink. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, dog updates. Everything is pretty stable. So that's good. Yep. Riley's fitting right in. But, you know, can't make a decision until every all of these medical issues are taken care of. He will be available for adoption probably at the end no of May. No sooner than the end, end of May. End of May. is. I think his vet visit is like May. Because oh, I'm, I'm traveling. Uh-huh. I'm about to go into like three weeks of travel mm-hmm. where I'm home for like a day here or a day there. But basically I'm going to be gone. So we're going to the Keys like a week from Wednesday. And you're going to run, run, run. I'm going to run that weekend, but then I, I'm traveling for work the whole following week. I don't get to come home until like five days after the race. It's going to be brutal. And then I think I'm home for a little while. And so I think it's like the Monday after that, which is maybe it must be before Memorial Day. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's a few weeks from now that he gets his eye rechecked and then it'll be, 
GR Dad updates. Yeah, yeah. Joseph GR Dad doing the snaps. Yep. Yep. So uh so this week, since we don't have a lot of dog updates and we missed the conch life in last week's updates, we have two really excellent Oh, you conch want to talk stuff. about the hopper six hour race thing? Oh yeah. I don't know if you want to tease that yet. No, that's good because I haven't I didn't even post that on the Golden Ratio account. I just posted that on my running account. Oh. Um but I should post it on the Golden Ratio account Look of course with this. So the Venk uh the Venkman Virtual 5K is May 18th. It is the same day that I'm doing my 100-mile run in the Keys. Those two couldn't be more disparate. Well, I'm going to just run 30 of them and then a little bit more. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's not true because that point one times 30 ends up to a lot. So anyway, I'm going to run a bunch more. Yes, but the Venkman Virtual 5K is... Uh, May 18th, so get your training in if you haven't been doing it. Um, but then I was also like, oh, you know, I have this running account, Jen Runs With Dogs, and a lot of people there are, you know, running longer distances. Um, more than 5K. Way more than 5K. So, you know, what could I do for that? And so uh, in ultras, lots of them are a distance. It's a 50K or 100 miles or whatever. But there's also a lot of timed races where it's a 12-hour race or a six-hour race or there's 24 hour there's 48 hour races there's five day races um people do sleep during the five day races but the idea there is typically they're run on a sort of short loop like sometimes it's a mile sometimes it's real short three or four miles um and you see how many loops you can do or how many miles you can run in that time so um yeah there's a great one that one of these years i'm going to do in las vegas that's like it's a mile and a quarter loop around like a baseball stadium there. It's all flat. It's on crushed gravel and it's a like 12 hour race or maybe it's a hundred miler and you just run, you know, a hundred times oh, yeah, loose yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is the six hour race that we're going to do on June 15th. Um, you, it's a virtual race. So you can start anytime you want, but it's six continuous hours. So like once you start, the clock starts, you have six hours to run as far as you want. So you could run. 5k and then watch netflix for the rest of the time and then you log 5k and that would be fine um you can run continuously for the six hours you can hike you can do whatever you want to do you can break it up you could like every hour you're going to go out and run a mile that would be fine yeah with gps you can you you don't have to just do a loop you can actually track your progress that's right how far you went yep you can do whatever you want and uh so i'm gonna do it and you can sign up and do it and uh we have like 75 people signed up already uh so i'll post the link here it's crazy and uh, i'm getting a quote for medals so it's a free thing you just like the venkman virtual 5k you just kind of say you're gonna do it um and there's t-shirts which are pretty cool i'm Y'all sort crazy. of proud of them uh and you can buy yourself a t-shirt if you want but you don't have you don't have to buy one and then uh yeah there's enough people signed up that i'm having like a company that does race medals give me a quote and uh, we'll see how many people want to, you know, spend 10 bucks on a medal. And if there's enough people, I'll order a batch and ship them out to everyone. Like maybe put a little floof in there like we did when we sent the calendars. <laughs> people were really excited about the floof when we <laughs> mailed out calendars. They're just sticking floof into all of the envelopes. So, uh, so there you go. If you want to challenge, even if you don't run far or you just want to like walk for part of the day, you could sign up and do this and six hours of the day. Let's not minimize it. But you could just do stuff for an hour and then be like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to not do anything for the other five. Okay. 
and then when you do when they do these kind of longer races, there's one called Across the Years is one of these big timed events because it starts like on uh, December 28th and then oh. it ends on January 2nd. So they have a five day race, but you can also but it's two years. There's yeah, well, it's across the years, right? It takes a year. Um, there are you know like six hour races every day, and there's 12 hour races every day, and there's 24 hour races every day, and there's a series of 48 hour races because it's like a five or six day event, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or you can do the five day or maybe it's a six day race that just goes the whole time. Uh, it's crazy, it's supposed to be really great, but we're always down in the keys, and I don't want to leave the keys to go to Arizona. I, great may not give the essence of what it is it's <laughs> too general great i would love to do that great in pain great discomfort though. great 12 stress. you're not gonna hurt that much if you run for 12 hours oh, i'm in five days oh five days yeah but like for that you know you sleep right like people bring their tents and you camp there and like you go to bed and then you get up and you keep running like people don't run continuously for five days like they do for 48 How hours that would get after just Two days? Holy smokes. I have no interest in running a five-day race. Yeah, so all. far. Well, you know, you, a year ago, you didn't have that much interest in a mile race. I just thought I couldn't. And it's funny, I was on the radio for... Yeah. <laughs> I was a guest... There's a show that I guest host for, but they did a, a show on ultra running, and so I was a guest. And one of the other guests was a guy who, like, is the head of a trail running group in Virginia. Oh. Um, he's, like, 70... And or like 71. And he, I was like, yeah, I'm doing the Keys 100 on May 18th. He's like, oh, I'm doing this other 100 mile race. He's doing a 100 mile race. And he's like 71. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so he's done, you know, just ultras forever. And he's like, uh, he's talking about a 200 mile race. And I was like, oh, you've done a 200 miler. He's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. He's like, you're going to do one. I can just tell. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, have you even done 100? He's like, it doesn't matter. You'll do it. And yeah. then you'll do a 200. And then you'll be do like, a five-day. You'll be like, I have no interest in doing a 10-day. That's ridiculous. You'll be like, all right. <laughs> and I'll be like, hey, Inga, we're going to go, just go run the AT. You have uh, 41 yeah. days. No, it would take me way longer than 41 days. That's like the record. That's no time. Oh, speaking of which, did you see that Jim Walmsley set a new 50-mile record this weekend? Yes, but it's... What, did you, what was your comment? Yes. It, it, four hours and 50 minutes <sighs> to run... 50 miles it's like a five minute and 28 second mile it's faster than my fastest time for a full marathon which is 26.2 miles like it's literally he's, twice he's as fast twice as fast as you are it's Dude unbelievable is amazing for 50 miles 50 I mean, miles. this isn't just like a sprint i can't run a five minute mile once me either i can't run one mile that's that not, fast. that's not the same sport I if can't my run. life depended on a, a six minute mile if they're like jen we're gonna kill the entire planet, unless you run a six-minute mile, just one mile, everyone would be dead. I can't do it. I think you it. could do it. Six-minute mile, maybe. Five maybe mile, with a treadmill. Five-minute mile is like physiologically oh impossible. I oh, my think. God. So good Amazing. job, Amazing. Good job. I know you listen to the podcast, so uh, you did good work. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a whole different sport. Hey, Jared, do you want to refill on your champagne? Sure. Blood and sand. That's the cocktail of the week. That doesn't mean it's what we're drinking right now. We're right. drinking a bottle of champagne that I give I away all the secrets of these podcasts. Like the the veil is removed. The fourth wall is absent. This is ridiculous. Champagne and cheese, it's everybody. <laughs> the, the magic is destroyed. Sunday night in the GR household. The magic is destroyed. Oh, you did make me an apple pie, which I'm gonna eat some apple later. Apple pie equals love. It's very nice. Okay. You ready for the uh speaking of love? No. Are you ready for the 
conk life stories. I am always ready for conk life stories. Sec, uh, <laughs> Bring it on. I, I almost gave it away there. I'm going to give it away in the title. Story number one, couple has sex in front of Key West Police Headquarters. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. Love <laughs> finds a way. <laughs> Subtitle, defendant dismissed illicit act as, quote, just a Key West moment. <laughs> I think they should have put illicit in quotes. Oh my God. Okay, so uh, this is... The story has been all over the place. I mean, it's very romantic. Uh, this, <laughs> it's this, I'm gonna, romantic. No, I'm going to post this guy's mugshot under the post for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> this one's on the Smoking Gun website, and the lead line is, Sometimes the suspects just come to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so it's this uh, man and a woman. They were caught having sex on the sidewalk outside police headquarters not in their car not in their car they were on the sidewalk having uh, sex laying down uh do we think well, interesting no is there isn't there that wall in front i mean of there the is a wall i'm sure there is a wall so they could have been up against the wall maybe there we go it's all possible what so, time uh 9 p.m it's a legitimate question in key west 9 p.m mm-hmm. so it was dark Ish. uh Dark-ish, yeah. It's well lit. This is probably like the most. Oh, it's very well lit. Yeah. Gary Hill and Crystal Francis. Oh, Gary. They shared a pint of vodka, (gasps) and then they went to the Key West Police Department. And at 9 p.m. They probably thought it was safe. They were having sex. (laughs) Oh, we feel safe here. (laughs) A woman walked past them and then uh, was like, I should tell someone, oh, hey, how convenient. I'm at the police station. Goes in and is like, "Um, there's people having sex outside on the sidewalk. So the cop goes out. (laughs) I better investigate. Walks outside. This would not be a full episode of Law and Order. He spotted the 46-year-old Gary Hill with his pants down, spotted. having sex. <laughs> he was right there. He yeah. opened the door into him. Open the door. Well, there they are. Dude has pants down. Crystal. <sighs> Crystal. No pants. No underwear. Oh, laying down on the sidewalk. There you go. Doing He's it. Not on the wall. They were laying on the sidewalk. She's naked from the waist down. He's got his pants around yeah, his ankles. This one does. On the sidewalk out front of the police department. And, and 9 p.m. is not 2 a.m. either. I mean, there is... A, there I mean, it's, everyone is around. Like, that is the active hour. That's dinner time. Yes, much. families out with kids and people out starting their nights. I mean, yeah. I can Everybody. See this is to be discouraged, I suppose, even in Key West. Laying down on the sidewalk, quote, actively engaging in sexual intercourse. Ah, uh, they must have been literally blind drunk. So the cop is like, sup? <laughs> the easiest collar in the world. And Gary's like, I'm horny. Is that what he says? That's what he says, quote, I'm horny. <laughs> she was giving it up to me right then and there. Oh, It was just a Key West moment. That's what he said. These are quotes from the police report. (sighs) (laughs) Uh, So the dude got arrested for indecent exposure, booked into Monroe County Jail on Stock Island. What happened to the woman? Doesn't say. Oh, she was not arrested since she was severely intoxicated and she was taken to the hospital for treatment. Whoa. Wait, Uh, he was... I mean, this seems a little odd. Well, they split... A pint of vodka. So she was so drunk that they couldn't arrest her. They had to take her to the hospital. This may not be as romantic as it sounds. An arrest warrant is likely in Francis's user. So she's also probably going to be arrested, but she was so drunk that they oh, were they worried. they couldn't arrest her. her. They were like, she might die. 
let's take her to the hospital. Okay. So the she... hospital, fortunately, is right across the street from the detention center on College Road on Stock Island, so they could take them together, probably. Um, that but yeah, would be she more was romantic. So drunk that they took her to the hospital, but she's probably going to get arrested too. Um, it mean, sounds pretty. Cons- I mean, as consensual it can be when you're super drunk, right? She like this problem. But... Indecent as he was. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Even less pants. Both <laughs> less pants. Yes. Uh, so there you go. Sex on the sidewalk in front of the Key West Police Department. I mean, there, there, there are bushes. There are trees. There are beaches. <laughs> there are private spots all over the keys do you have to do it in front of the police there's station? a lot of landscaping like if I mean, you really like, had to get it on this is like a dare i mean you you oh uh, in front of the police station that's a um, great idea so lay down on the sidewalk naked in front of the police station you gonna tell them about the bank sidewalk doesn't sound very romantic either no but at least scrapey. that was in the, yeah we, we were walking um up what is it truman avenue and whitehead maybe and and i mean it was also evening time it was light outside when yeah. this happened, for yeah. sure. We we saw someone getting it on in a car outside the ATM of yep. a, a bank, the Citizen spot. Bank parking lot in Key West. Yeah. I mean, maybe they weren't, but they were. They totally oh my god, were. Jared Dad's like getting money out of the ATM, and I'm just like standing there, kind of like got his back, looking around for anyone coming. And there's a car in the parking lot, and all of a sudden, whoop! This lady's head pops up from the back seat, looks, looks around, around. Zoop, goes back down. Okay. Kind of like a bird. Yeah. <laughs> Car's kind of moving a or little a bit. Uh, eventually, like, where I was like, whoa, I know what's going on there. Some dude's head pops up later <laughs> on. So it could have just been two people taking a nap together in the back seat. Actively rocking. And maybe dancing around. If this car's rocking, don't come and knocking. Yeah. Yeah. So it happens. It's a Key West moment. Key West moment. But the Citizen Bank, safer than the police station sidewalk. Also, in a car safer than yeah it's not as indecent it may not be exposure if you're in a car oh my god you may avoid arrest that's right you would not get indecent exposure and sidewalk burn yeah way more comfortable no i think i mean i've never had sex in a car i don't think <sighs> on a sidewalk or on a sidewalk <laughs> all these life exp- well no all these life experiences that i haven't had that's because you were you didn't have a car in college i guess yeah yeah. Anyway, yeah. so uh, yeah. <laughs> if you just Google Key West Police Department sex, you'll find many articles, though I highly it's recommend this America. book. America, most people have had sex in cars. I mean, that's fine. Cars are a big part of America. I'm just saying I can't offer you personal experience about like car versus sidewalk. Come on. Car, vastly superior. I, than I, w- I would think so. Theoretically, I would think so. As I mean, a graduate of the University of Chicago, in theory, which is really all that matters, it seems like it would be you more just assume away all of everything else. Yeah. It's my right. economics degree at work. Economics. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready for Conk Life and Nama 2? Yep. I, um, I don't know if we can top. That's pretty good. I know. No, I don't think so. But this one's very on brand for us. And I feel bad I forgot it last week, except we talked for like an hour last week. <sighs> talked about everything else. Yeah. Dear Dad had had a few more cocktails than normal last week. And uh, I Normal? Had... Wait a minute. I had a few cocktails. I'm Like my normal, you know, it's not like I have a normal intake of cocktails. Well, we split a pitcher of sangria before, yeah. and then normally we stop, mm-hmm. and I stopped. Mm-hmm. But you had I just a decided few glasses of bourbon. To keep having larceny bourbon, yeah. So like the next day I'm like, you told me the story about being in Teletubby. 
And you're like, I told you that story. Oh. And you didn't remember telling me that That was a story. mistake. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, yeah. before we get on to the conch life story, I told you the story of the dudes in the frat house having the fight because I took the drink. And you're like, oh, I have stories. I've lived. And I was like, wait, what are these stories? And you're like, I've just, I've, I've lived. There have been requests from other people for the story uh, that you no, were going to I got to preserve some mystery. Well, nah. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, I've done, I can top that. You keep promising this live show. I mean, I got I to gotta keep some good stuff to myself, man. <laughs> I got to keep some good stuff. I, I got some mysteries. Oh, my God. All right, speaking of the live show, um, I cried about the live show this week. So Aww. I've been, t I know, it's so frustrating. So I was talking to the people on campus, and they're finally like, August 10th, this theater is open. And I was like, great, let's book it. And they're like, okay, we'll like send the stuff to get all the approvals. And they're like, oh, um, because like it's on campus and they're like, so all of our theaters are considered labs. You can't bring dogs in because it would require FDA approval. Do the dogs have to come? I'm like, nobody's going to come if it's just us. Everybody's just going to be there to look at the dogs. It's your ratio, not the two doofuses no, with the no. ratio. Nobody cares about us. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'd be, it's more entertaining with us than just the dogs on stage. <laughs> A little bit, uh, but nobody wants to see just us. And so they're like, we can't budge on it. Nobody's so. going to pet us. No. So now I'm I hope. crying. <laughs> Don't pet me. You, none, you, none of you have permission to pet me, uh, except your dad. <laughs> I'm going to make you spit out that glass of champagne eventually. <laughs> spit take, yep. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm working on finding another venue, but I really thought we were all set and I haven't been looking for any other venues because I was like, oh, this is all going to work out on campus. It's going to be great. Yeah. What do, we, what do you mean? Everything's a lab. Come on. It's an auditorium. It has seats. It has rows. It has a stage. It's a freaking not a lab. I don't, I don't understand, but it was like a, a inviolable rule. You can dissect cadavers there, but you can't put a dog up there. I mean, you're the lawyer. There uh. must be some like legal classification for labs that are I'm sure there's some federal liability. regulation that says FDA has jurisdiction over labs, but not things, and then self-declared by the university. Mm -hmm. and it's a university choice. Don't blame me. It's not a lawyer. Problem. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that there's probably some legal benefit to calling them labs. Yeah. Tax advantages. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, we can't have it there. So I was like real excited that we were going to announce yeah. it this week. And uh, the, the person who was like the booker of space for the art center, she... I think felt really bad that like basically I've been waiting for like a month to find mm. out if a space was open and I guess she used to book other stuff. So she pointed me at some website where you can find space. So I'm looking, but who knows? Okay. Conch life. Number two. Ooh. Headline is wait, let's make sure this is guide to bore. It is. He writes everything. He is all of conch life. He is. It's just him. Simultaneously good and very industrious. I mean, the guy is a hardworking oh, writer. Yeah. He works hard. Uh, the headline is, Man Arrested for Biting Another Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A uh, 62-year-old homeless man was arrested Sunday morning for biting a man twice. Why Bite me once. Happening? Shame on you. Bite, Bite me, me twice. twice. Get arrested. Tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deputy Freddy Rodriguez and Sergeant Evan Calhoun got called to Ventana Lane on Big Coppet Key. So Big Coppet is mile 10, 10 miles outside of Key West. Around 11 a.m., about a man who was bitten during a fight. They found the victim, Michael Francis Arena. Oh, no. The perpetrator, Michael Francis Arena. And the victim were still unseen. 
Uh, so the victim said... Lock, locked in a bite embrace. <laughs> I don't think the biting was still happening. Ah! So the victim, his friend, and the perp, Arena, were in the victim's yard. Arena, the biter, was trying to sell the victim a Rolex TM watch. It's actually like an R with a little circle around it. What is that? Registered, Registered trademark. trademark. All right. Well, th- that's in here. That's Rolex so Rolex R. doesn't sue anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that Guy Debord maybe copied that and pasted it. Good job, and that's Guy. that's how he got the you're R. You're doing a good job. Keep doing what you're doing, man. So anyway, the biter was trying to sell the victim a Rolex R watch. The victim, the victim's friend was wearing a Rolex R watch. How, how would I actually say that? How would you pronounce it? I just say register trademark. I don't say there's no All right, let me try to shorter get version of it. Arena was trying to sell the victim a Rolex registered trademark watch. <laughs> that was very good. That was very good. The victim's friend was wearing a Rolex registered trademark watch. <laughs> so the victim asked to compare the two. So he wants to compare the one that the biter is selling him to the one that his friend is wearing. The victim's friend told the victim that the biter's watch was too small and light, suggesting it was a fake. So... Biters. A lot of people who have Rolex registered trademark <laughs> do believe that they can spot a fake really easily. Like yep. the, the second hand doesn't sweep the right way. And there's like some shininess or the ray, the you know, the rays of the sun aren't the same. I've heard, this is like a high school thing. Oh, there's a ton of stuff online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, I have like a vintage fake, Rolex. Fake Rolexes. And uh, uh, that I bought online. And I read all this stuff about like how to detect a fake before I bought it. Uh but I, everyone's an expert in fake Rolexes, yeah. I think. I don't think I'm an expert in it, but right. I agree that there's a ton of stuff that people like that. try yeah. to cite. Yeah. Um, so the biter had both watches, was uh, holding them both. Uh, I think, oh, let me compare them. Let me see what you're saying. <laughs> and when it was time to return the real Rolex registered trademark, the victim felt that the biter was attempting to switch the watches. So he's like, wait a minute, you're giving me the fake. That's it. You just took my friend's real one and you're trying to give the fake one back. So the victim went to grab the real watch, but the biter wouldn't let go. And then the biter bit the victim in the right forearm, which caused his arm to bleed profusely. So he bit like freaking hard, just like chomped down on there. Uh, The biter then threw the victim to the ground and continued fighting with him. He then bit the victim on his left arm slash shoulder. The victim had teeth imprints and bruising consistent with being bitten. If there's ever, if there's ever a zombie apocalypse, no one in Key West will be able to tell. There, It will be just like, eh, there's people biting each other. That's, yeah, that's no big deal. That happens here all the time. They'll be like 12 hours behind the national response because they'll be like, this oh my god like, that's cool more people <laughs> biting each other yeah stop it guys stop biting it is like on one hand the safest and yet most dangerous place to be in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> it would be real easy to just isolate the keys you just blow up that bridge coming into key largo done yeah no one can get, no zombies can get down there that's true yet if it gets down there no one can we tell. won't know for a long time the erratic behavior biting mm-hmm Ugh. People staggering around. I mean, that happens all the time. Making looks. <laughs> it's like somewhat brainless. People having sex on sidewalks outside of police I mean, stations. That'd be weird sex zombies, but it could happen. Bad decision There's making. There's probably Pornhub probably has some Bad of that. Bad decision making. Yeah. That's the keys, man. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the biter, biter nice. taken to jail. Don't bite people who unless don't want to be bitten. Don't bite people unless they ask you to. Yeah. Good life This advice. guy didn't say 
oh, you fake, you got me the fake Rolex, please bite me in the shoulder. He didn't say that. He did not. No. Nope. I'm nope. convinced there was no consent. Even when they were fighting, he didn't go, it's okay for you to bite me as part of this fight. Yeah, he's like, try to try to break the shoulder, try to break the skin. Oh Can you imagine how hard you have to bite someone to break the skin on their forearm? Like, so it's <sighs> bleeding profusely? You're like doing a Jaws. You're shaking your head. Yeah. I mean, like, you may be just trying to eat them at that point. <laughs> Ow. Like a big chunk it's just, out. It's, that's, no, oh, that's it's bad. Terrible. I'm glad they got the biter. Yeah. Bite marks. I mean, I've never been, like, bitten, you know, in, like, an aggressive attack or anything but i hear like they're super painful like not obviously it hurts like when you're being yeah, bitten. human teeth suck for biting but like the healing process of like a bite wound is supposed to be like tremendously painful like it's this really deep painful bruise and it takes a really long time to feel better i'd be so pissed if someone bit me that hard oh, so yeah. mad yeah i mean from the pain but also just like the whole stupidness of it it's, it's terrible i mean hit me in the head with something that's fine but bite me mm-hmm. ah yeah jeez so yeah the victim is obviously unnamed i mean it's also not you know a fair fight <laughs> i mean it it's depends on the not teeth, I guess. the duke of queensworth's rules I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's right i guess no biting is the thing that's got to be a rule yeah i mean biting is you're you're you've lost you've who's lost. the one who bit the dude's ear off mike tyson oh yeah i mean off there was a little bite nibbling evander hollyfeld's ear yeah yeah it was, uh, he, he, they, yeah, he bit his ear. <laughs> I mean, that's also not considered fair. I think it was disqualified. I think, I think so. I think the yeah. fight was ever. And then there's Brad Marchand, right, in the NHL. He just licks people. He licks their ears. He licks their no, face. He licks their face. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's as, this is as inappropriate as the biting. Less Come painful, on. but maybe more disturbing. You're a professional hockey player, dude. <laughs> you're making millions of dollars a year and you're licking people's faces. They had to, like, issue a thing that's like, we're going to figure out a way to penalize him for that. <laughs> if you keep, I think keep some ref said it's unsportsmanlike. And then I think like, the league issued a thing yeah. that's like, no more of this licking. Like, that's ridiculous. Probably unsportsmanlike. Comments. Very funny, Brad. Stop licking people. Yeah, you get five minutes for that. I bet he was time. real proud of himself for a while. He was like, dude, it's a loophole. I can oh lick God, them. <laughs> so oh, God. And like hockey players, for those of you who don't play hockey, uh, the smell of hockey is it's sweaty plastic you can't get it out of your equipment and like i am i don't sweat a lot like i'm clean i wear lots of deodorant when i play sports you got base layers on and your equipment still smells just this horrific life and i I sweat like a hog and the stuff doesn't breathe it's all nylon because it has to be like water resistant it just soaks up everything it's just stinky stinky stuff can I, mean, I get the smell hockey out? Hockey is legendarily damp and, and stinky. Yeah. So these guys, they're all like professional athletes going as hard as they can. So they're sweating a lot in like the smelliest gear ever. And you're going to go up and like lick that. Oh, Brad Marchand, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ashamed. Yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, don't lick anyone unless they consent either. I mean, it's a, Don't do anything out. to anyone unless they consent, but like mouth things especially. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mouth to yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a real good rule. <laughs> Keep your mouth to yourself. It's a good rule. I don't yeah. want anybody's mouth doing anything unless I say it's okay. Yeesh. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts before we sign off? I like the little Rolex registered trademark <laughs> thing. Trademark. That's good. You know why? Because 
they don't want Rolex being used generically like Kleenex or Xerox. Oh. You lose your protection if it just refers to the thing. Like, like if Rolex watch. becomes a thing for fancy watch, then they lose the protection. It's a whole there's a whole legal thing there. Well thank good you, job, Guy Guy DeBoer. DeBoer. For the Rolex British trademark. And for the story. Very, Good. very I well. love the biting stories. And they. I keep thinking like, wow, like we've had like the three stories of somebody biting each other. There's not going to be any more of these. And then I get the Conk Life like news digest in the morning. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, a new biting story. I'm so excited. <laughs> I mean, yes. On one hand, we're conflicted, right? Stop biting each other. But if you do, we kind of want to hear about it. 100%. <laughs> totally. Yes. Yeah, don't do it for us. But tell us if it happens. Uh-huh. All these things. This is a good, good week of news. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, uh, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Keep your mouth to yourself. Yep. Wash your hands. Keep doing it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.